Good morning and welcome to YouTube's favorite comic book channel, Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Jim Rugg. I'm Ed Piscor. Before we get into Deathblow and Wolverine, I want to remind everybody about Cartoonist Kayfabe comic book Christmas in July, where we invite our audience to go take your doubles, take your comps, take some good comics, and put them in the local lending libraries near your house. This is the second year in a row that we are running the Cartoonist Kayfabe comic book Christmas in July promo, and it's real simple. People that like to read go to those lending libraries, and we would like them to read comics. So let's make some new comic book readers by putting some good comics where we know there are readers. I uh, had a great response last year. Share pictures of those little lending libraries whenever you stock them with your comics, and uh, hashtag tag us in those, and uh, hopefully we'll grow some readers once again. Uh, you can also join us on Patreon. We have three levels. It'll give you access to our videos early and the King K Fabers, the top level, get all of our videos early as well as sitting in on the recording session. Uh, very handy if you're chasing some of these books to be in the front line of the K Fab effect because some of the stuff we look at, there aren't very many copies and uh, they disappear or they go up in price quickly. So join King K Faber level and be the first one in line to pick up whatever cool book we're showing off. And speaking of those cool books or Probably not a big demand on this one. I think this book was printed in high numbers. I find it a lot in dollar bins. But Deathblow and Wolverine, uh, Aaron Weisenfeld, one of the top artists, in my opinion, to come out of the Wildstorm studio. And this is near his swan song in comics. I'm not sure what he did after this. So starts out on Team 7, um, finds his way quickly, and becomes one of the, like I say, one of my favorite Wildstorm guys. I should note, Richard Bennett is credited as finishing the art in these, in these issues. So... Don't know exactly where credit goes in this case. Weisenfeld's doing layouts and writing, um, but I really like the art in this series, so I figured we would take a look at it. And uh, here's the debate for all of you sitting at home, playing at home. What's the best art to come out of Wildstorm? Yeah, and and there's also a conversation to be had about like the Image Studios. They each had a guy. You know, Rob Liefeld had Stephen Platt. Mm -hmm. To me, Weisenfeld is the dude from uh, the Wildstorm camp. And then it's not talked about very much, man, but Jordan Raskin at the Mark Silvestri camp was my guy over there. Yeah, I wish he would have done more. He was somebody I liked too. I think he was profiled in a Wizard magazine. That's how I found out about him. Only did a couple of books. Did the Ripclaw special was probably the big top cow book that he yeah, did. Did a Predator book. Um, yes. Great style. Very good. And a little bit of the Sam S. Clark Hawbaker school for the really deep divers out there. But uh, the other two would be Michael Turner out of Top Cow. That ain't my guy. And uh, he sold books. And um, Travis Charest out of Wildstorm. All right. I, we should could just stay on this on this spread, by the way. Clearly steeped in the Clean Line School, which is far divorced from the Wiesenfeld works that we know. In fact, it felt like maybe he even had a requirement to be Stephen Platt like on Team 7. You know, so many lines, and that's exactly what I responded to. But it was that school of like lines that don't make sense kind yes. of comic book making. When you take the clean line approach, you can't hide. It's, you, you know, the Todd McFarlane maxim, when in doubt, black it out. You see no black here. That said, I wonder if there's like a digital component that uh, has, has entered possibility because this is like clip art fucking cars and shit uh it doesn't feel like i think some tricks were 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 put together man I it think... does make me wonder like what is what is the layout on this page like who gets credit for this because it's really cool but is this a film still from bullet or something that we're uh light boxing yeah totally because because we could agree that there's there's something more to it it it, it, it looks like it looks like a filter 
almost of like a, a San Francisco street scene. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. And the rest of the book is not at this level, in my opinion. And we'll, we'll keep going and you'll see it. And but this, I do think the color is worth noting, too. To yeah. go along with that clean line style, this is not what I think of as your uh, wild storm coloring, you know, Alex Sinclair or something. It doesn't look like that. Very subtle pastel hues. I assume it's Bennett's wife. It's uh, Monica. Monica Bennett is your colorist. So I'm assuming that's a partnership there. And I tell you, man, when the line artist and the colorist are in partnership, I think you get better results. Yeah. It may not be the same as one person doing it all, but it is somewhat of a collaboration in a way that sometimes these assembly line comics are not. I think this is a Jeff Darrow-inspired uh, piece of work, down to the color, because the original Hard Boiled was, was, was colored with these uh, very similar pastel hues. Uh, I think that maybe even uh, Lecture Lives Again might be I do be like these layouts. You know, open panel here in the middle. This issue... They shoot their load on, on this issue because the second issue does not have anything approaching this level of, of craft and depth. Wolverine is really kind of a strange design. It, I, I feel like it's uh, uh, Barry Windsor Smith inspired, like, like, you know, Weapon X inspired kind of fella. Even this face, right? That feels a little Barry, Barry Windsor Smith-ish. It does. The, the nose reminds me of um, uh, Pluto... Uh, Rosawa. Yeah, the nose really reminds me of that. But as we go on, there are scenes where Wolverine's like smelling somebody. And I'm like, oh, it is interesting to give him a big nose. Why not? This is a 90s comic, man. So like uh, when we talk story, you don't need to talk too much about it. Because like you got to get the ninjas to enter stage left as soon as possible. There's a Born Identity movie, not the first one, but uh, he's attacked in an apartment. I think it might be like a Parisian apartment. It's exactly this. Like, coming through the windows, it looks like this could have been a storyboard for the opening of that scene. Is it a rice paddy hat ninja? It is not. <laughs> no, no, it's not. I was about to say, I might watch that movie. <laughs> this video is brought to you by the Cartoonist Kayfabe Patreon. Uh, the King Kayfabers on our Patreon uh, completely mitigate the Kayfabe effect by getting a chance to see all of our videos before anybody else. They also have access to the live stream recording sessions and add a lot of value to the videos by filling in the gaps and uh, the knowledge that Jimmy and I have on the subject matters that we were talking about. Before you lies the bibliography of Cartoonist Kayfabe with some uh, pretty dope new additions that are coming in the near future. Hip Hop Family Tree Omnibus is coming to you this holiday season, 500 plus pages of content. It's a 10 year anniversary of Hip Hop Family Tree. It is the 50th anniversary of hip hop. I put 140 pages of new material in this book to make it a completely new and substantial experience not the only holiday book that i'm presenting to you this year 2022 x-men grand design trilogy is coming out uh in november in time for the holidays collecting all of my x-men grand design works uh some of this book some of this stuff is out of print right now so it's the one place where you could get it all in a handy dandy volume and red room crypto killers is out there murder on the dark web for fun and profit is the name of the game two issues out there right now i encourage you to get issue number three of crypto killers because uh that's going to be the first appearance of my next uh comic strip set of characters. Jimmy has Street Angel Princess of Poverty coming out sooner than later. It is uh, going to be a great companion piece to Street Angel Deadliest Girl Alive that currently has received a, a fresh printing. You get both books. You have all the Jimmy Street Angel material that he has done to date. Uh, but right now, True Crime Funnies is the comic you're going to want to get your hands on. Still has a couple of copies. You go to Jim Rugg's website, go to his Patreon. You'll be able to uh, see these comics ahead of time and purchase your own copy. Now that we're done with uh, paying the bills, let's get back to the video.
some fun detail of like weapons being deployed like that is nasty looking the chain links in the mouth and it is not a spawn chain link you know there is thought behind that a little bit there's little stuff that i think doesn't sell as well like like being stopped because the chain jerks to a stop like this is the ultimate dog collar match but we don't get a panel of him his neck snapping as the chain gets taut i no. wish that was in there other stuff is good though fall although here's another oddity keep them at the level we're falling and we're hitting the ground but physically it's the exact same this height. this is the maximum storytelling you ever get from like a wild storm <laughs> kind of thing fair you feel the you feel the jeff darrow vibe right there is a lot of jeff darrow in in this for sure see when we start to get these like line weights it starts to get it starts to get muddy because now we're introducing focal points that don't matter you know, by introducing these blacks and stuff. Like, yeah, I was that, thinking that with this panel, like this is such a key shape here, except I don't know, I don't know what it has to do with the story. Yeah. Like I look at this and I'm like, oh, I forget what we were even doing in this scene. Now I'm watching a parade on a street. Yeah. And it, it's, it's, it's weird compositions. They, they, they get some stuff right, but they get so much stuff wrong also, but you're not going to find a more interesting Wildstorm book probably. Right. You know, like, like choosing to make this guy's hair black is so bizarre yeah it's 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 awful and you we're seeing the limits and you know we're comparing it like to like a hard-boiled or something like this man jeff darrow understands clothing and drapery like these guys it's still kayfabe kind of character work and shit there's little interesting details too like a non-ruled panel for this sequence it's not this standard in the yeah, comic yeah so it's a you know it's some kind of creative choice that's being applied there i find that pretty interesting it's just very unusual art for a wild storm gorgeous backgrounds weisenfeld around this time was doing like black and white work in their anthology their wild storm anthology at least did a couple of stories in there i went through a weisenfeld phase about yeah. five years ago yeah <laughs> and he doesn't have a huge amount of work so you can track it down he's now a, a painter i think in new york or at least exhibiting there um a lot of attention to this car an old cadillac when must have had a model or something of, totally. of that thing because it looks spectacular man you mentioned like some kind of digital component the one that i would see would be like if you had a 3d rendering software that you could put this car in a bunch of positions because that it looks very accurate yeah that's what they're doing and like with all this stuff they're they're just taking the time to <laughs> this is trace a ridiculous one because <laughs> 30 feet off the ground flying cars baby <laughs> man that would leave a dent whenever it hit that's a heavy heavy car these guys could take it and then I love it. We end up back at... Uh, back at the ad house. De 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chris Pitzer's house. Um, Deathblow living in a very uh, modern style house there. It has uh, no feminine touch, though. It's it's a really strange bunch of details. Like, even Deathblow's outfit is kind of bizarre. It is, man. It looks like he might be undergoing some treatments. Yeah, it's very peculiar. Going through Wolverine's wallet. It's, it's a it's an there's page after page of good-looking stuff in this especially this first book yeah it doesn't hang together though but it is odd you, look at that dude lots of black on that to give you like a big kind of climactic shot yeah you want to do this thing of like suddenly there's a headlight in his face but how do you do that whenever this is the color whenever there's not a shadow to be found right but slowly but you know going down you know it's fun man like that's like that's Wiesenfeld you know what I mean like that's the Wiesenfeld lines that we know there's something to say about the clear line and there's a way to make it boring and and they succeed at that 
they succeed at making it boring. I do think it has to do with ruling it. Because RJ doesn't rule his shit. That's interesting. I if, if I were going to make this boring, I wonder if it's a palette thing. You know, like once in a while they'll add some black and it'll really pop. Yeah. Imagine if they added a saturated color here and there. You know, like the palette's very subdued. You're right. Like it's when almost it, like it fell in a bucket of bleach. Yeah, you're right. Like one of the kind of like rules of color theory is like to have a focal point with the color. And it all, you know, it's the same kind of candy bowl, except it's all Easter candy. It's like those... uh almond cover like chocolate covered almonds that you get in your easter basket i just had some of those jordan almonds yeah 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 i just had some jordan almonds this past weekend that's the palette of uh, this comic is this issue two this is issue two so color changes here look at what a difference it is yeah from issue one's <laughs> opener they shot their load all over they that really one did. They really and they're did. like you know what dude nah i ain't gonna do that a second time that is just a dramatic difference because you know what it is like I mean, they swipe from a photo and just tr traced a bunch of shit. But here, you got to actually use some imagination and do some labor, and uh, that 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 just ain't gonna happen. Yeah, it's it's a it's a strange. It's one. a tough angle too. This is 1996. We've been covering Wizards in 1996, and they just middle of 96 they start talking about crossovers between Marvel and Image. So this is late 96, and they're just going for that crossover. You know, whatever we can do to sell books. There's a slight quietliness to stuff like this you know like his authority faces that era weird digital effects in the back i like whenever the artists are drawing those effects like they're being stretched through some kind of portal so that part's kind of fun art wise but it's funny because like the digital coloring is probably not there yet swirl yeah swirl template and here we go back to something pretty interesting looking they're in this library this mystical library and you can see like we've almost returned to that detail if you look closely hatching the tiles on the floor yeah like individually hatching those tiles very much like a, like art atoms would grow into that kind of uh position yeah i can see a lot of art atoms here we've seen some of his his images where like you get the inside of an apartment and it's kind of like this perspective and just loaded so this hatching this is not scott williams hatching it's gerhard hatching you know with a tech pen yeah at the exact uh 90 degree and acute angles Oh, and we get a backstory. So it's just a different comic now, you know? Like, like that clean line approach, I bet it took forever. And they they couldn't sustain it. Now they're chucked back through that, that whatever teleportation thing. And I kind of like this. Look at that for your directional device across two pages of, like, laying out all your weapons and things. Purely unintentional, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, good, good proportions between Wolvie and Deathblow, huh? Yeah, Wolverine's definitely shorter. Man, that's a that's a big arm. I was like, could have done at a wrestling how, a wrestling comic with this how guy. That stuff stretches and stuff, but like you could see it. It's like when you do the clean line, every line has to make sense and stuff. You could see like doesn't quite know how to make how the hand anatomy works. And I'm not dissing because I have to look at something myself, but it's it's noticeable. So now this basically just looks like an image comic, and like I mean that's that's sick. But like this stuff. That's just that's just the image comic, you know. There's no good drapery. Man, when you talk about, you Static. know, like going back to hard boiled, I feel like even like clothing wise, this is almost Nixon. Yeah, totally. And and it's making me wonder if they're using even poser programs. For I just stuff. don't know of that stuff being out in '96. It, it may have been, it, it, but like it's pretty cutting was. edge. It, like like literally, there was a program called Poser. It, it might have been cutting edge, but it wasn't that big of a deal because like we had it in our high school. In, wow, wow. in in ninety five in ninety six ninety seven, 
Um, so it existed, and these guys have more money than fucking Still Valley High School, so... Right. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense for why this book looks the way it does. If they ended up with some kind of, you know, new software program and one of these guys were inclined to use it, you might end up with this book. Yeah. Here goes your Gearhorde hatching again. Mm -hmm. And that's the John Byrne, like, Terry Austin kind of pipe work that's real fun to draw. You know, like, a panel like this feels very much out of place with the rest of the book. Feels like Katsuhiro Otomo. Like, uh, we don't see Akira. it anywhere else, you yeah. know, in, the, in this issue. And it's this, down to uh, everything. Series. It's down to everything. It's the color. Because it looks like a Katsuhiro It looks like a Steve Olive color from the Akira volumes. Like, the same palettes. The big, thick speed lines, which we haven't seen at all. That's a time saver. Yeah. I like the uh, the proportions of Deathblow here, where his head is teensy. Yeah. It's so small. <laughs> Kind of silly. Wolverine fighting in silhouettes a little bit. Weird lighting effect. You could almost see that as being if it were a poser software and you were able to do a light right. source. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, the the Wolverine, I wonder if this, there was, a, I forget the title, X-Men Prime, something like that, X-Men Unlimited, where it's a very famous kind of Brian Hitch cover when he starts to get little bits of work with, with Marvel at the beginning, his Wolverine is very much like this and, and had that kind of uh, pugilist nose. I think there was a Punisher Wolverine crossover mm -hmm. that had a Wolverine that kind of resembled this. And the Qbert Wolverine, he gets, he gets the big hair like that. Yeah, it's a very different look for... I mean, this was not my Wolverine. Sure. I was reading Wolverine just a couple years before this. God bless him, they get the guns all right. Little uh, little homage to Frank Miller here. Oh yeah, totally, man. And I feel like you would know who would like play that guy in a movie. It would be that guy from um, Big Trouble in Little China, or like the dude from Revenge of the Nerds that teaches uh, that teaches that that one gross nerd how to hawk a loogie. It's incredible, like how fast you know, like a page like this looks like there was a deadline. Oh yeah, we're there now. Oh dude, we're fully uh, we're fully in Electro Lives Again mode. We're yeah, there, it's bizarre. dude. This is another one where I think like the lack of blacks, it really makes that pile of figures just be a gray mass. Yeah. Yeah, it's this whole comic is kind of bizarre. Like margins are a different size on this page than this page. Right. I don't do you think that's intentional? Like it just doesn't it doesn't seem like it. You know, like this is again consistent margins here, 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 but this page almost like they printed it at the wrong size. <laughs> And they have panels that full bleed and pages that full bleed, so I don't think that was the issue either. But yeah, it's it's strange. I like this is almost a cross section of panels inside your building. Right. It's kind of a cool setup. I'll give uh, Weisenfeld layout artist credit for that one. And Wolverine's mad at this girl, man. She wasn't honest with him. She set this whole adventure up, and she should have just asked him for help. So he's leaving, and she's crying. Like that point of view. Yeah, it's pretty wild. It, it's sort of boring. Oh, yeah, you know, uh, can we... Give me issue one real quick while we uh, wrap things up. And and you know how we always talk about, like, pull the uh, pull the tires off the ground, man, for speed? There's an example of, like, terrible version of that. Especially when you're cheating and, and, and using photos or programs and stuff. That is the most static image I've ever seen when, when it comes to a speeding car. And even and that's a parked car and we don't see anybody driving it. So this word is from No 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 I'm saying it looks like a parked car. Oh yeah. Like yeah it's yeah. so static looking. Because there's no driver here. Right, right, yeah, because it's clearly moving here. 
and you might have been able to get away with that a little bit if you tilt these guys even further or something but that is as static as can be that happens a lot with vehicles with the cheating you know like if you're going to photo ref a vehicle to that point like it can be hard to get the motion in there and that's the beauty of darrow you know and, and like those guys because uh, like they do good work earlier you know like like they get it off the off the ground a little bit they they take a different photo of their franklin mint uh, uh models this is a fun bit of storytelling right somehow dare uh death blow gets thrown <laughs> Not clear exactly how he goes from here to here, but thrown out of his window into the car, <laughs> picks himself up, and then drives the car in. Love it. Love that as like your little five panel uh, action piece. So, Deathblow and Wolverine. Um, the back matter is always interesting in these kinds of books from from a time period. So you get like J. Scott Campbell art being sold, relatively cheap. You know, all the pages. I think four fifty is your most expensive page. This is from Gen thirteen. Uh, 13, which had the crossovers. So the spawn page is a big one. Bone, only 225, one of the cheaper ones. Those would be pretty nice to add to the collection. Those 10 x These are these are fun. Yeah, for sure. Um, there's also an article about the way Wildstorm Studios is set up, like which offices, you know, basically walking you through a virtual tour through Wildstorm Studio That's space. Fun. And, uh, you know, you always see like whatever ads are being pushed at that time. Here's your creative team. <laughs> Is that, an, is that an ad for the issue that you just bought? Or Oh, no, that's the uh, contents page. I was going to say. With the 90th of letter uh, typesetting, totally. you know, where you're putting these white letters with fine lines and outlines on top of very busy uh, background elements. I love it, though. It's such of a time period it of is. the 90s. But Deathblow and Wolverine. Uh, I got no problem going through, try to find the best art books from each of these studios, and let's let's look at them if, uh, if you want to do more of these kind of videos. Sounds good to me, man. I got to dig up that, those Raskins, though, man. Good to go? Yes. Okay, favors like, follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell so that we can notify you when new videos are available. Cartoonist Kayfabe comic book Christmas in July is coming. It's going to be the last Saturday in July, and we're taking a bunch of our comic book doubles. We're taking a bunch of our comp copies that we got from the publisher. We're stuffing them into uh, free little lending libraries in our neighborhoods. We're, we're snapping pics. We're sharing it online. We encourage you to do so as well. We'll repost as much of that stuff as possible. It's a happening. It's a big th deal, and it's the second time we're doing it. Got about 1,000 people participate last year. Let's double those numbers. Let's triple those numbers. Let's get 10,000 people to dump comics all across the country. Uh, fantastic way to grow a new comic book readership. Uh, the videos are also sponsored by the Patreon. King K. Verbers on the Patreon. Uh, get all of our videos before anybody else. A lot of them are hanging out. About three dozen hanging out with us right now in the uh, chat in the uh, chat room. So uh, they get access to everything. Mitigates the kayfabe effect for for those people. They get the cheapest copies of the comics we talk about on the aftermarket. Ultimately, the videos are brought to you by the books that we make. Jimmy, tell the people what you have going on. True Crime Funnies is my latest comic book. I self-published this, and now I'm selling it on my website, jimrog.com. If you haven't gotten a copy yet, you can get one there while supplies last. Three nonfiction stories, including two about wrestling history. So check that out if you like true crime, wrestling, my comics, whatever the case may be. Uh, also, Hulk Grand Design, Plain Janes, Street Angel Deadly Squirrel Live, all available and in print right now. And coming later this year, Street Angel Princess of Poverty from Image Comics. This will collect all of the Street Angel comics that are not in Deadliest Girl alive so get both books they'll look nice as a set on your shelf and you'll have all the street angel comics to date hip-hop family tree omnibus is coming to you in time for the holidays man uh it is going to collect the four volumes of the hip hip-hop family tree series that i put out it's the 10th anniversary of hip-hop family tree it is the 50th anniversary of hip-hop as a culture 
uh, scoop this up, put in your pre-orders. We had to start printing those. Look, I could see my reflection. Yeah, it's kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> Rubber Johnny. Uh, <laughs> we had to had to uh, hit the print button on these suckers, so uh, we had to guesstimate, which means get in early, get in often. If you want copies for Christmas time, uh, that's not the only holiday season book that I have coming out. The X Men Grand Design Trilogy is forthcoming. This is going to be a trade paperback that includes all three of my X Men Grand Design uh, Treasury editions and. Uh, some of those are out of print at this moment, so this is the way to get them all one kit and caboodle. The comic I'm working on these days, Red Room. Two issues of Red Room Crypto Killers are out there right now. There are two trade paperbacks of the previous seasons of Red Room out there. One called The Anti-Social Network, the other is Trigger Warnings. Murder on the dark web for fun and profit is the subject matter of these comics. Each issue completely self-contained, and it is wrapping up soon. I encourage you to grab uh, Crypto Killers 3 when it comes out, because that is going to be the first appearance of the characters, more or less, that, that I am uh, focusing my attention on with my next project. So we'll be making those announcements shortly about that, that series. But scoop up Red Room Crypto Killers 3. Definitely uh, get your hands on that um, if, if it's the only one that you grab. Uh, Jimmy, there are some other ways for the Kfabers to uh, support the channel. Let them know. Subscribe to the Cartoonist Kfabe newsletter at the links below this video. You can also find Cartoonist Kfabe t-shirts, merchandise, hats, mugs, stickers, and more at our spread shop, including our all-new design featuring the masked wrestler Cartoonist Kfabe. Uh, maybe not logo, but design. So pick that up now. That link is also under this video. There you have it. All great ways to support the channel. Give them those marching orders, Jimmy, and we'll be on our way. Read more comics.